Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome to Going Greyhounds. I'm Jared Daffy. I'm in the chair today. We've got a late scratching. Cat Ernst, uh, the face of Greyhound Racing Australia-wide, uh, is having the morning off. Uh, maybe she's celebrating another victory by the kennel last night. Um, Hurricane Fury won at, uh, at Maitland. I see it was a good gutsy win, but actually Cat uh, is making her way to Queensland with a team of greyhounds um, to participate in the carnival over the next two or three weeks. So she may as well come. Everybody else is here. It's been a terrific week uh, just gone in greyhound racing, but we've got a massive weekend coming up or week coming up. Just going back to last Friday night, we had the uh, Beef Week Cup at Casino. As we mentioned last week, it's a time-honoured race, this one on the Northern Rivers. And victory went to Rapid Ripple off the red box for trainer Michael Alex. Uh, defeated Commands Respect and Blazing Bob was served. The winner won by one and three-quarter lengths. Pretty handy, 27-42. Uh, we did have uh, the connections of Go Bears on last week. He had box four. He bombed the start, and as we know, you miss the start at Casino, you're in a fair amount of trouble. So he never got into the race, but I'm expecting we'll see him in the heat of the Chief Havoc uh, Cup at Gunnedah on this Sunday. Then Friday night, uh, after the Casino race, we had the Sandown Cup over the long trip at Sandown. Obviously, in victory, went to Corda. That was his first Group 1. I think he's made four or five Group 1 finals. Hadn't been able to win one, but he just found himself in the right place there as... A lot of carnage, uh, particularly in the back straight, and he circumnavigated the field and took over. And for Jeff Britton, defeated uh, the Robbie Britton trained first pick, uh, pick which ran home well to be beaten half a length in 41.83. Uh, zipping Orlando finished third, just couldn't get across from box eight. Corball Magic had absolutely no luck at all in that final. I think he can put the pen through that uh, that run. He found an awful amount of trouble in the back straight and was motoring home again on the line. So that was a look at uh, at the races or the feature races last week. But first up today, we're going to have a look at um, a race for Bulleye tomorrow night, the Jimmy Jenkins Memorial. Now, Weffley Shield won a heat there last week. They were good heats. And we might have a listen to that, then we'll catch up with trainer Tony Forbes. Racing, not a bad raid, parade showing speed, but out wide on the track now, Major Ando and Midnight Stalker are working through, but they were checked now, it's working up, Weverly Shield took over, from Velocity, Stevie Major Ando, two lengths away in the field, then came Midnight Stalker, Charlo outside that Oreo flyer and parade to the corner, Weverly Shield by two, Velocity, Stevie to the inside, there clear of Major Ando, Midnight Stalker, Weverly Shield in front, Velocity, Stevie trying to pick it up, Weverly She prevails from Velocity, Stevie, Major Ando and Midnight Stalker, well, that was Wiffley Shield winning at Bulleye last week, and we're fortunate enough to have his trainer, Tony Forbes, on the line. Good morning, Tony. How you going? Going okay. I'm tipping you're going okay as well. That was a really good win there the other night, and then you've got the red box in the final. Yeah, that definitely helps, mate. Yeah, the red box. Uh, first look at the track the other night, I thought he went really good, and... Uh, the red box really helps. It's hard to win a race like that. Yeah, he did go well. I didn't know he hadn't been around there. 26-32. There wasn't much between all four heats. Basically, uh, they ran within a length of each other. And that might explain when he got to the first turn, he did use a little bit of the track. He got off three or four greyhounds, but then got back to the fence uh, coming into the home straight. Yeah. Yeah. He got a little bit of a practice. Just on the way to the gardens, a trial a few, mate. He got a little bit of a prep, sort of halfway down the back straight, 
I think it put him on the wrong leg going into the turn, mate, because for a big dog, he usually rails all right. So I was a bit... And then on around the home turn, he still he stayed there. So uh, I think he's got a little bit of improvement in him with a look at the track and uh, a sort of bit clearer run to the first turn, which the red should just about give him. You mentioned he's a big dog. He is a big dog. He's 37.4 kilos uh, when he raced there last week, so there's plenty of him. He's been around a bit. I mean, he's a, he's a Seneca November 20 whelping. He's had 31 starts for 14 wins. But looking through his record, he uh, well, he won the Warhope Cup. Uh, he won the Capalabar Derby. So he's got a couple of feature wins already. In that Warhope Cup, he beat Cataclysmic. But I see he's been over a few distances as well. He's won a Tari over the 5.37, but you've mainly sprinted him. What, what do you think his, his perfect distance is? Uh, I think he's a 500-metre dog. Mate, but I just had a little few issues with him a couple of times and uh, I couldn't put the work into him to get, to get the distance. Um, he was going really good when he hurt himself at Gosford. I took him down there for a race to go to Wentworth Park and he just got busted on the first turn big time and uh, he hurt his elbow something, something bad. It took me, oh, I think it was about 10 weeks to get him back from that. Okay. But, um, he goes well. He's he's won five heats and finals. He goes well at the straight, and uh, I was using that to uh, build him up. But I took him to Wentworth Park five times. He hasn't got me on the first turn yet without getting interfered with. So I think there's improvement when I go back there. But you have to be strong at Wentworth Park. Now it's five five twenty metres. Uh, anyway. We'll see what happens a little bit later down the track. He's still a very young dog. Yeah, he is. Well, he's only two and a half. And, and I suppose we saw from his Tari wins, the distance won't be a problem. Tony, you're right. It's just where he can posse up early. But that, that sprinting him up's got to be a big plus in his favour. Yeah, mate. There's, there's good money in, in some of them races. There was good money in that Capalabar race. I had the eye on that. He, he goes, so I've got a straight track and... I don't think I've seen a faster dog go up there than him. Um, and that's saying something, because I've been there 18 years. There's a lot of dogs going up there. Yeah, too right there is. Now, uh, we've got to get through tomorrow night. You've mentioned him. He's actually got a good record off the red box. He's won three from six, so fingers crossed there. But do you have any plans going beyond that? And you mentioned how good he is up the straight. Of course, the straight of origin uh, coming up at Capalabar in a few weeks' time. Is that on the radar? Oh, I don't know, mate. If they if they give me an invite, I, I might be uh, tempted to go there because I believe it's pretty pretty handy money. Uh, and he only had well, he's had three goes there, and he he ran third the first look there, and then he improved and won the run the Derby. And then a, a dog, I don't know if it, it was fighting him or what, but it hit him three or four times. And he ran last in the... I took him up for another age race up there that was worth good money. Mm. Uh, he never really got a chance to go up that day. So, but his record at, um, down at Richmond is really, really good. He's won... I think he's won four races there, four or five. And uh, he put the writing on the wall. He can handle the good dogs. He ran second to Shell Not which I think he won nine races in a row, uh, eight races in a row, I think, when That's I right. run second to him, and I got interfered with. I, I got beat five or six lengths. 
but he should have finished a bit closer. And that dog's an out-and-out straight track champion. Yeah, look, it is, uh, and you're quite right about his straight track form. And the other thing, as you would know, Tony, it's so important uh, to get a few runs up the straight at either straight, either Richmond or in particular Capella Bar. So that would hold him in good stead when the selection panel come around to talking about that particular race. Yeah, I, I don't believe there's too many New South Wales dogs that's been up to Capella Bar. And um, I thought you could just go up there and, and you'd go all right, but... There's a few little funny things with it. As soon as they jump, there's a little hill in front of them and they sort of hit that the first time and they wobble a bit. Um, so a good mate of mine up there, Terry Priest, I went up and studied with him and he told me about it and he said, whatever you do in your first start, he said, you'll improve. And the dog did. He, he improved the country mile when he won the final. And uh, so I, I, anyone that wants to go up there, I'd... You definitely need to look at it, I think, yeah. You, you do, and, and of course it's completely different to Richmond because firstly the lure starts in front of the boxes and goes down the middle. That's right, and it's a drag along the ground. Uh, I took a couple of dogs up there the first time and all they wanted to do was crash to the rail. Um, he didn't, but uh, because going up my place, and so had the other dogs, but they've been on the on the uh, circle, they just want to go to the rail, so they definitely need to look at it. Look at it. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, that's a few weeks away, so fingers crossed we do see you up north. Uh, got to get through tomorrow night first. Uh, race 7 tomorrow night, that is the Jimmy Jenkins Memorial Final. As we said, you've got the red box, he's got the form, and uh, bearing in mind what you said before, that was his first run last week, he doesn't have to improve much to win anyway, uh, Tony, because he put the time on the board. Yeah, I think he's got a little bit of an improvement in him, mate, but that's, you know, you know yourself, any dogs that can get anywhere down, down the 26 or even break 26 at Bulleye's going extremely well. It's like breaking 25 at Maitland, and he's run 25.05 at Maitland, so he, he, can, he can gallop, he can gallop. He just needs a touch of luck early, and I think I'll be thereabouts, yeah. All right, Tony. Well, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, we'll be keeping an eye on him tomorrow night, particularly uh, how he goes, but more importantly, how he goes going forward. As you said, he hasn't had a lot of starts. He's put the time on the clock. He can sprint. He can get a middle distance. So all the very best tomorrow night, and hopefully we're chatting to you again soon. Thanks very much. See you, mate. There he was, Tony Forbes. Uh, sounds like that dog's got a pretty good hope there tomorrow night at uh, at Bulleye, Weffley Shield. It's race seven, box one. We'll take a short break, and after that, we're going to catch up with Peter Lagogioni. Tab has same race multis on Tab. On selected meetings, you can now choose multiple runners in the same race with Tab's same race multi, where you can combine a selection to win with a selection to run top four to get more. For same race multis on Tab, download the Tab app. Not available to SA account holders and SA residents. Available on the Tab app on selected Australian thoroughbred and greyhound races. T's and C's apply. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management will give you the practical and business skills to set you up for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Our graduates gain unique opportunities in careers worldwide across racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health, marketing and more. 
visit marketsoldham.vic.edu.au forward slash equine or attend our open day on Sunday 30 July to find out more. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Racing now. French Martini, she left well enough. Mayfair rain out quickly. We'll try and cross from the outside. French Martini's hunting through. French Martini leads from Modern Swinger around the outside. Lady Stomp third the rail, then Mayfair Rain. Well back is All Nose and Rebel Garth. Down the back straight, it's French Martini. Three quarters in front of Modern Swinger. Who's a danger the outside? They're clear then of Lady Stomp on the turn. French Martini, she finds. Draws two lengths in front of Modern Swinger. And French Martini beats Modern Swinger. Third lady stomp, fourth all nose from Mayfair Rain, last Rebel Garth. Well, Peter Lagazioni is a well, he's a normal uh, starter at these Brisbane carnivals, and he's got a team coming up this week, headed up by French Martini, and he joins us on the line. Good morning, Pete. Morning, Jared. How are you, mate? Very well, thanks. Well, that was an impressive win by French Martini, uh, 29.65. She ran 5.49 early. Hadn't seen a... Uh, for a while since, and uh, she's been sparingly raced of recent times. She's obviously had some issues. Yeah, look, uh, she had just a few little minor injuries, and um, she had a seasonal spell also, which uh, sort of, uh, we just speaking to Adam, the owner, we just said, look, we'll give her a couple of months off and uh, and just let her get over everything. And uh, yeah, and that was her first run back uh, at Winnie, and, um, and mate, we're pretty happy with the result, and uh, yeah, she's come back in fine fettle. And uh, you brought her up for a trial at uh, Albion Park over the weekend. Well, you brought a team up. Um, what did yeah. you take away from the trials? Yeah, look, we brought a team of four up. Um, you know, just, we brought them up early. We tried to bring them up early before Thursday, you know. And we did give them a swing around on on, uh, on Sunday afternoon. And thank you to the to the club up here, the bending over backwards to accommodate us. And uh, uh, myself and Jeff Britton put a couple around and... Uh, Look, uh, you know, a few highs and lows coming off the off the trials. Uh, you know, the truck was a little bit soft. Uh, so, um, you know, the time standard wasn't all that wasn't what I expected. Um, you know, we, we pulled up with a few nigglies, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, okay. A little bit of work to do before Thursday. So um, we'll just see how they go. Well, the four that you put around that the club, and they've done a terrific job uh, on their Facebook page for those who are interested, any of the interstate runners that have trialled, uh, well, your four went post to post, and they're put, putting those mm-hmm. times up in the sectionals. It's really invaluable information for punters. But I'll just go through them. Fast Reason, 24.39. French Martini, 24.40. Nadal Sheba, 24.59. I guess the big query, Rocket Right, 24.61. Um Fast reason went well. Yeah, mate, he did. He did. He actually went very well, and uh, unfortunately, put up lame yesterday afternoon. Oh dear. Um, yeah. So um, uh, he, he looks like to be scratching on Wednesday from the, oh, you know, from the prelude, which is, uh, you know, uh, I haven't spoken to the owners yet, so this is this breaking news for you. Okay, that um, is unfortunate. We're, yeah, we're just giving him a walk now, um, just up and down the straight, just to stretch it out and. We'll do a bit of laser work on it. Uh, but look, yeah, look, Rocket Ride, he, he generally needs a look at a track. Um, you know, the second and third time around, he he, he excels his dog. Um, I remember when I took him around to Wentworth Park the first time, he only went 24-6, and I was shattered. And um, then he went you know, 24-4 and 24-2, and then we raced him, you know, and he, you, know, you saw the end result. You, you run a 29-6, you know, best of the night. So, um, and that was his mm. first ever 500, first look out of the boxes. So, Look, the dog's got class written all over him. 
um, French Martini, as we know. Um, you know, not, not the world's best traveller. That's why we've come up early. Try to get her settled in. And, uh, you know, her trial wasn't too bad. You know, like I said, just, just from where we slipped them on the, on the post, um, it was fairly soft. And, uh, you know, just the way of going, they, the, the dogs probably didn't handle the track as, as well as I would have liked. But, look, they've had a, they've had a look. We've done, we've done our job on this end. So uh, let's just hope they can do their job uh, in the next coming weeks. I'll get back to Rocket right in a minute because I just wanted to ask you about French Martini now. Uh, they've got these uh, Br- uh, Brisbane Cup preludes on Thursday night um, and 16000 of the winners. Massive money, but she's come up with box three. It's a tricky little draw because she's got that good beginner, the local Tomahawk Hayes in two, and one of the Victorians, Landon Bale, out in five. So there appears to be whips of speed in that race. She might have to camp behind them and sort of race for luck around the first turn. Well, yeah, you're right. Look, looking at the race, um, you know, I was hoping the two would give her the cart to the rails and uh, and she she camp off them. Yeah, look, I think that's what that's what she needs to do. Look, in the trials, French Martini runs anything electric first up. In her first section, she she's she, she, she's fairly fast, believe it or not. Her first section in every trial, like I said, tells me that. But um, look, um, it's just a look on on Thursday. We want to put her in the prelude. Um, you know, she'll be cherry ripe, hopefully, with the spate of origin and, and the coming uh, heats of the Brisbane Cup in the next two weeks. And Rocket right now, he's in race two on Thursday night, which is the first of the Flying Amy heats. He's got box three. He's the opening $2.50 favourite with Tab. Well, all of these heats, they're fabulous fields, Peter. And he's got this Victorian elite, Alex, drawn beside him. He's a free-for-all dog down there, one at the Meadows again last Saturday night. But I guess in your dog's favour, elite Alex comes out and sort of stays in the middle of the track. Yeah, look, he does. He does. He likes to use a bit of the track and where our bloke, you know, wants to find the fence. So, look, it's all a learning curve for him. You know, he's a young dog with a, with a, a lot of potential. He's just, look, he just needs to find his feet. Um, he's, he's, he's still not... He's still not he hasn't he hasn't worked out the art and craft of, of racing yet this dog and once he does, you know once he learns to to position himself in a field too and uh, look we'll, we'll see we'll see a lot of good things of this dog in the next you know twelve months I hope as long as he stays sound. Um, mate, well, look, we brought him up. We we didn't have this on the calendar for him, but we brought him up just for experience. I spoke to the owner Jimmy Vescos and I said, mate, look, experience will be wonderful for him. Um, you know, he missed the kick in that non-race at Wentworth Park. He, he hit he hit his head on the boxes and. Look, a few little, a few little things he did wrong. So, um, look, let's just hope uh, he can begin accordingly on on Thursday night and, and show him a clean, clean pair of heels for the first turn. And uh, and um, look, he'll do the rest. I'll ask you what I asked Tony Forbes: Is the straight of origin on on the menu at all for Rocket Right? Looks an ideal no. dog for that. No. Yeah. No, mate. No. Look, um, I, I think the class rise. You know, the, might see him out too. You know, in the Flying Amy, as you said, he's, he's got to be up against. Some free for all dogs. Um, so, look, we don't want to, We want to push the dog where we don't have to. Um, look, I think French Martini was the only one that we sort of let go for the state of origin, and, um, and the other guys are up here. And um, fast reason, look, he's a very, very quick animal. Also, and it's a shame that he's pulled up a little bit sore. And uh, um, you know, we will have, to, like I said, we'll have to scratch him and, and head forward to the heats um, if we can get a run into him. You know, before that. Okay, it is unfortunate he won't be there. And, of course, you've got uh, Nell Al-Sheba as well. So whilst you're going to be missing one by the sound of it uh, across the next three or four days, you've got uh, three able uh, greyhounds coming up and we're going to have a really good look at this rocket ride. He's definitely a star of the future. Yeah, mate. Yeah, look, you know, 
pending what he does in the next couple of weeks, you know, we'll get him home and um, set him for the couple of the, the juvenile races back home too. And uh, I think that'll be more to his liking. But like I said, this is a learning curve for him. And generally when we travel with the young dogs, they, they you know, they come home and they, they mature up. And uh, and I like doing that with these young ones. So, um, you know, we've had plenty, plenty of success doing that in the past. So let's hope he's another one that uh, we could say that in the next 12 months with. Yeah. You certainly have. Well, uh, look forward to catching up with you Thursday night. It's an early night for you. Races one and two with the two stars, French Martini and Rocket Wright. Thanks for your time, Peter. I know you're pretty busy. And as I said, we'll catch up with you on Thursday night. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for having me. There he was, Peter Lagazioni, with a couple of uh, realistic hopes. Uh, he's a star, Rocket Wright, this youngster. Might be flying the flag a little bit high at the moment, but he's got a uh, terrific six, 12 months ahead of him. And, of course, French Martini, who's been there, done that. So that's a look at Peter's runners on a Thursday night. We might take a short break, and after that, we're going to catch up with Jack Smith. If golf's your game, get into Drummond Golf for Australia's biggest mid-year golf sale. You'll find great savings on golf equipment and clothing, like tailor-made Rockerball Soft. Get a 12-pack for just $17.95. Wilson Deep Red Max Clubs, 12-piece package, save 300 now $7.99. And Nike Air Zoom Victory Tour Golf Shoe, save $81.95, now $168. So don't miss Australia's biggest mid-year golf sale, on now at Drummond Golf, but only while stocks last. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear Bridalmere. With the temperature cooling, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridalmere, 279 Victoria Road, opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Where do you go for all the biggest and best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue? Totally Workwear Bridalmere. With the temperature cooling, now is the time to get in store and check out the massive range of pants, jackets and jumpers. Just what you need to keep warm this winter. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Bridalmere, 279 Victoria Road, opposite Bunnings and Maccas. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Get more on tap at your local with the Tab app. Share every race with your mates live, plus exclusive in-venue markets and offers. And a bit of this. This too. This. Go, you good thing. And inevitably, this. For exclusive markets and offers on tap, use venue mode at your local on the Tab app. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
If golf's your game, get into Drummond Golf for Australia's biggest mid-year golf sale. You'll find great savings on golf equipment and clothing, like TaylorMade Rockerball Soft. Get a 12-pack for just $17.95. Wilson Deep Red Max Clubs, 12-piece package, save $300, now $7.99. And Nike Air Zoom Victory Tour Golf Shoe, save $81.95, now $168. So don't miss Australia's biggest mid-year golf sale on now at Drummond Golf but only while stocks last. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Well, unfortunately, right at this point in time, we're having trouble tracking Jack Smith down. He could be anywhere. He could be anywhere between Forbes and uh, Brisbane, of course. He's got a team in this week and really did want to catch up with him about Palawar King. I had a couple of questions to ask him about. Uh, that particular ground. He's got uh, Royal Nangar in the heat of the flying Amy and Miss McGraw, who we saw win at Dubbo a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she's a reserve in a couple of those heats. And, of course, Jack, well, he does know his way up that uh, Newell Highway, Forbes, to Albion Park. He won the flying Amy in 2019 with Feral Frankie and 2021 with Jungle Juice, a couple of absolute stars. Uh, tomorrow afternoon at Albion Park, uh, this is how good the program is on Thursday night. Uh, the each of the dashing Corsair over the 710 journey. There's three of those. They've had to put them on Wednesday afternoon. And uh, I'll quickly whip through the prices for each of those heats. Now, heat one, Zipping Whiskey's box two at $3.90. Quarter, the Sandown Cup winner, box four at three ten. Emerald Eyes was pretty impressive at Albion Park last week at $3.40. And Putter's Bandit uh, was beaten in a match race by Hector Forley over the 5.95 at uh, Sandown last Thursday night. Box six at $3.40. So there's plenty of pace in that race uh, with Emerald Eyes, Putter's Bandit. Uh, so Zipping whis- Whiskey and Cordy you would think would be back in the field. That's the first heat. Uh, the second heat going down the page, Sorority, one of the Jetta Cutlack runners, has got the red at 5.50. First picked, ran second, and a fast closing second a quarter in, a, in the final of the Sandown Cup. Box two at $3.20 for Robert Britton. Uh, son Tim Britton, play nice, box three at 6.50. Nangar Rocket was impressive at Sandown the other night. Uh, it's box, uh, oh, sorry, at uh, Albion Park, box five at $3.50. Tiger Jack. Tiger Jack has opened $6.50. He was an enormous run at his last start. I don't know whether that will last very long. So that's the second heat. And the third heat, uh, Bogey Hurricane, one of the local hopes, has got the red there at $9.50. Rips a pipe, Ritz a Piper, box two at $4. Corborn Magic, I mentioned how unlucky uh, he was at Sandown. He's box four, $2. Dirt Farmer ran in that same final at $7.50. Days of Thunder returned from a, an extended layoff last Thursday night at Albion Park. Plugged on okay into third place. Uh, no pace, as you would expect, early again. And OO Range has got the pink box there at $6. So looking down that particular form, I think uh, it would only be a matter of Corborn Magic keeping out of trouble. So that's three heats of the dashing Corsair. Now, that's a, 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 an evening meeting. So the first of those, three minutes to five. And tomorrow night, we've got another one of these Brisbane Cup preludes. Gee, this is a hot field. Cashmaster, the recent uh, Grafton Cup winner, the Red at $3.90. J is J, the track record holder at Albion Park, box uh, four at $2.10. Shipwreck, pretty ordinary last week, but it's got box six at $8. Fast reason, we did speak to Peter Lagosiona a little bit earlier there, uh, box seven at $6. And one of the veterans of uh, the series, Black Magic Rose, out in box eight at $14. So that's tomorrow night. 
Then Thursday night, we kicked proceedings off with a Brisbane Cup preview. And French Martini is in that field. I went through that before. Panama Pepper. Tony Brett's got this one uh, at the moment. Of course, the XWA performer. 29.56 there last week off the red. So clearly back to his best. He's drawn the wrong side of the track. That's the only issue there. And it's a hot field. He's the $2.40 favourite. Then the Flying Amy Heats get underway. Race 2 through to race 8. And we finish off with four heats of the Carnival Chase over the 600-metre course. So it's uh, chock full of class all night in those heats. Zipping Orlando, race nine, box six, $2.20. Others in the market there, wheel and go for Tim Britton at $3.90. It's got the red. Uh, the second heat, Mapunk. Mapunga Mustang for Jeff Britton, the outside draw there at $2.80. Zipping Sabrina off the red for John Finn at $3.80. Jarek Bale, the veteran, good run at the Meadows last Saturday night when third, box three at $5.50. The third heat, well, Palawar King, and I did want to ask Jack, why Palawar King's back to the 600? His last few runs have been over the 700. He's ambled out of the boxes and been running home well. So he's currently at $4.40. The fave there is Ailey Bale off the inside. She won at the Meadows and ran pretty pretty good time. She looks the logical leader here, but the 600 does pull her up. She's at $2.80. Uh, zipping Vanessa for John Finn is the reserve there. If it happened to get a run, it'd be hard to beat. And, of course, Palawar King well and truly in the market. And the final of those Carnival Chase heats tomorrow night or Thursday night, and this is a hot field, this one, uh, we've got uh, Hector Forley, who, as I said, defeated Punter's Bandit in that match race at Sandown last Thursday night. He's a good dog. He's a bit ordinary early, though. He's got box three. He wouldn't have been around. He's $1.70. Zohar Bale for Mark Delbridge, box two at $5. And then we get out to Mapunga Warrior, the veteran, for Jeff Britton at $7.50. So most of those greyhounds that are going around in the Flying Amy We'll see them in the Brisbane Cup in a few weeks' time. That's an age-restricted race. It's limited to 30 months and under. They've come from far and wide. And actually, in this day and age, you get seven heats of a, an age classic anywhere as a feather in the cap of uh, the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club and Racing Queensland. 150000 to the winner next week. But all eyes on the Brisbane Cup in a few weeks' time. At TAB, we've got a market open to win that. This is pre-noms. The equal favourites, Amron Boy and the South Australian star, uh, Victor Damien at $7. He won the Howard Ashton there last Thursday night at Angle Park. At $10, Baby JC, Jay is Jay, Lend Me Dad, Postman Pat, this New Zealand champ, and Rejuvenate at $10 along with She's a Pearl. Uh, she was beaten last Saturday night by Simply Lineot. Just on Postman Pat, he's had three runs in Australia now. He's by hooked on Scotch and three runs for Jason Thompson. All three victories, but he's gone pretty close to the record at Shepparton and Geelong. He's improving with each and every run. Brilliant early, so he's going to be a big draw card. Then another one that's creating plenty of interest is Alpha Zulu. Uh, recently purchased by uh, the, the kennel, um, the Jason Thompson kennel for some owners there, some well-known owners, one of those, Jonathan Brown, the Brisbane Lions uh, star and a commentator now for Fox Sports. It's a $12 pop, and, of course, it's going round in the heats of the Flying Amy as well. It did trial here at the weekend, running quick time. So uh, plenty to look forward to uh, coming up. That Brisbane Cup market, obviously, that will change as some of these greyhounds go round tomorrow and Thursday night. So keep an eye on that for the updated markets. As far as the Flying Amy and the dashing course here now, 
I'm assuming that draws will be done for both of those at the completion of each of those meetings. So the dashing course here, I would assume, would be done tomorrow. So I'll have that market up tomorrow night for the final next week. And, of course, the Flying Amy, the same applies. So you normally have the box draw. And you can view that uh, streamed live on uh, the Brisbane Greyhound Club Facebook page on Thursday night. So we'll have that box draw done then. And, of course, the market up soon after. So... Plenty to look forward to in Greyhound Racing. Obviously, the focus is on North this week, but a couple of other things going on uh, in New South Wales. As I mentioned earlier with Tony Forbes, we've got the Jimmy Jenkins Memorial at Bulleye tomorrow night. And, of course, next Sunday, Gunnedah. Gunnedah, a permanent uh, TAB fixture now, but we've got heats of the the Chief Havoc there on Sunday afternoon slash evening. So looking forward to some coverage of that. And no doubt, uh, Kat and myself will talk about that next week. So that's going Greyhounds for this week. Uh, wishing everybody who's got Greyhounds participating. I know a lot of New South Wales Greyhounds will be participating uh, at uh, Albion Park over the coming week or weeks. Going to see a lot of those connections up there. So if you're in the vicinity, come along and say hello. That's going Greyhounds for this week.